understanding our emotional bank. Hey everyone, Stephanie Costello here, mom of three, wife, animal lover, and entrepreneur. My goal with this podcast is to share healthy intimacy skills. If you feel you are the only one struggling, I promise you are not alone. It's time to take action and make shit happen. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Intimacy Truths podcast where we are talking about covert contracts here in our month of August where it is getting really cold here in New England. I am not looking forward to this winter by any means. I hope that everyone is staying warm and having fun and enjoying the end of their summer. I am going to talk about emotional banks and our covert contracts with our emotional banks, particularly ours, not other people's. And what does that look like for most people? And when we're trying to understand our emotional brink, our emotional bank, what does that look like for us and how to come to terms with what we're feeling and what we're dealing with. Something that somebody said to me recently was, we make emotional withdrawals and deposits. And something I think a lot of society expects uh, as humans is for us to constantly make these withdrawals, but never make deposits. Like, how selfish of you to make these deposits? And I don't think these is, this is really something that is specifically stated by individuals in our world. Uh, you know, our parents don't tell us this with their words. Our teachers don't tell us this with our words. But they do through their actions. Something I am a firm believer in, uh, so I'm going to go off track a little bit. You all know me by now, but I'm going to full circle it, I promise. So as a parent, something I very strongly believe in is how to teach my children how to healthily share, but also healthily say, no, I'm not sharing right now because I don't want to. And, you know, as, as, as young children, I know for myself, I was taught that uh, if somebody was throwing a bitch fit and they wanted the toy that I had, then that means I had to give it up because they wanted it. And as an adult, I don't believe that. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in sharing when somebody else wants you to share. That means that we have to give up what we want to somebody else every single time they want something. And that just doesn't happen. And, um, So my children, when they're sharing their toys, they can choose to share. Now, there's obviously caveats because children don't know emotionally the difference between sharing and then being, and not selfish, but not, not giving somebody a turn. Oh, I'm playing with this when they're just holding it rather than playing with it. So I definitely teach my children that when they're playing, they need to share if they're all done playing. Like you don't get to keep it. But when you're done, you have to give it up. Like when you are all done having a turn, then it's no longer yours and the other person who's waiting in line for it gets to have a turn. So that shows each person that, okay, I can't have what I want right now, but if I am patient and wait my turn, I can, I will have a turn eventually. If I don't throw a conniption fit, you know, I'm not going to get what I want just by lashing out this and that. So my goal in sharing that story is my children now understand that what uh, in a in a spiritual sense what withdrawals emotional and 
withdrawals and deposits mean? So just because somebody is saying, I really want this right now and I'm going to throw a fit so that I can get it, that doesn't mean the person who's playing with it has to give it up. That doesn't mean the person who um, has was choosing it first and had already had it for a while has to give it up because somebody else wants them to. And if we take that from childhood life experience or childhood uh, things we learn and apply it to life, in life, we don't have to just give up what we want because other people want it, particularly our happiness and our happiness in relationships, especially like that sharing is is a lifelong learning of relational health and how to be considerate of other people's wants and needs. So now I my the one who's choosing not to share gets to understand that it's okay for me to want something that I want and it's okay for me to keep it to myself for right now knowing that eventually I do have to give it up unless it's mine specifically and that's a whole different topic but then the other child gets to says okay well I don't get what I want right now but they do love me and they will give me a turn when they're done and that means that I can wait and doesn't mean that I have to dismiss what I want in order uh, to meet somebody else's needs. That is such an important lesson, in my opinion. Like, not giving up what we want in a situation in order to meet somebody else's needs within, you know, healthy res- restraints, right? So, like, uh, this, there's really no specific situation in relationships that I can say is this, the, the thing about this is we all want formulas in life, right? So if we're, if there's no black and white answer to a question that we might have, then it's like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. And then we just go through this really stressful response to a situation when we don't have exactly what the answer is going to be. In relationships, no one path is going to be the same for every single relationship. I know for me, I don't do the dishes. Every, when someone says something about joking around about women doing dishes, I do not do the dishes. That is a compromise in our relationship that my husband is willing to work with me on. And I honestly, I don't even do the laundry. I might, I'm usually folded. It. it sits in a pile until I choose to fold it because his skill set is different. But again, that is our compromise in our relationship. So there's there's a lot of things, you know, maybe I don't do the dishes and maybe I won't like rotate the laundry. But when it comes to the kids clothes being put away and organized so that when he goes to get them dressed, he knows where the shirts are and where the shorts are and where the underwear and everything else are already done. He didn't have to do that. He doesn't rotate the laundry when the kids get older and they need bigger clothes. He doesn't get rid of the old stuff and bring in the new stuff. I do that, you know, and there's just all these little different things that we compromise over in our relationship where we make it fluid for each other to work with one another. And that's what a emotional bank is in a partnership, right? So if you think about a partnership as a $5 million business deal, there's going to be a bank involved (laughs) and you can't just keep withdrawing from that bank. Eventually, it's gonna, the bank is gonna go bankrupt and eventually marriages will end up in divorce if we constantly are withdrawing from each other and not choosing to deposit both in ourselves, our emotional bank, and the other uh, party's emotional bank. So, 
hopefully this gives you some things to think about and how to healthily show up in your world, both understanding what your covert contract might be. And this is a is going to be a continuous journey. There's always going to be room for growth. There's always going to be room for positives and negatives. And honestly, part of that journey is just figuring out how to accept where we are now, be present in this present day, instead of constantly worrying about what the future is going to hold and how are we going to make the future happen and yada, 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 and all of our fears. Don't let your fears eat you alive and be vocal about your thoughts. Whether you think they're right or wrong, just vocalize them and then work through it. I And working through it is where I come in. (laughs) If you need help working through your thoughts and, you know, communication struggles with your partner, please, please reach out to me. I am also looking to uh, set up some interviews for my podcast. So if you feel that you're a good candidate for me to do a free 30-minute coaching session uh, and you're okay with me recording the the uh, video or not the video, the voice, I we can be you can be anonymous. On my website, there's a schedule an appointment now button right at the top. You can go ahead and schedule it right from there and then we will be in touch with proper questions and anything else like that. I so, so look forward to hearing from any of you wonderful listeners. Thank you for listening and if you have any input, please reach out. Thanks. Bye.